It's, it's, not, it's not negative to take care of the economy around you. It's negative to make money, Mr. Dash, if you it's, hurt children. How do you hurt children by promoting to be an entrepreneur and a CEO and to do right? I'm looking at a principal. For, by example, for example. Hold it, hold it. You're looking at a principal. Why you don't want to talk? You mad, you mad, you mad. You mad, Where'd you get from? Where'd you start? Current the fear, right? No, wrong. Well, you're you looking, you're looking I got at a dirt man. on you, doggy. Camera, get I'm going to get at you in a minute. You go ahead, you get at me. I'm going to get at you in a minute. Listen, you guys. You're looking at a guy. You teachers. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Sid Davis, the one and only host of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 122. You can find this show on bynkradio.net forward slash podcasts, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. So, going through a little bit of a technical issue, um, (laughs) I am recording on a lavalier microphone and I have it hooked up to at the same time I have it hooked up to this uh this new interface that I got through where the fuck is this shit hooked up to? This is weird. I don't know. I, I figured it was a good idea. Um then I have it hooked up to this tablet. It's like it's a smaller it's a smaller laptop and you can take it apart and it turns into a tablet. It's touchscreen, whatever. So I have that. I'm using that right now. Um, apparently I talked about last week losing my music and I was trying to figure out how in the hell did I lose all of that music in my downloads folder? Come to find out I had a virus. So I, I went to take it in or whatever and get all that shit cleaned off. I did that today. So, uh, well yesterday, I mean, so, um, I'm, that's basically the gist of what's going on, man. I'm, I'm a little irritated. I feel naked without the laptop. I'm using this weird hookup that my brother came up with, which is pretty genius. I'll give him that. It's fucking genius, but <laughs> it's, it feels weird recording with a lavalier mic. And I was supposed to have a guest on this episode. It was supposed to be a little different. Uh, we're supposed to talk about, um, you know, just shit that we like and what's going on, you know, pop culture shit, just regular shit. But 
kind of like our take. And when we get to talking, we get to talking. A lot of people seem to be upset over the gift that Kylie Jenner gave Travis. Like she bought him a vehicle. I believe it was a uh, a, <laughs> a Lambo. And let me see something that was like Avengers inspired. And the other gift that I'm looking at right now was actually a uh, a billboard of their daughter Stormy. And I think Kylie is off to the other side holding the baby and says, happy birthday, daddy. Love mommy and Stormy. Um, and people are upset about that. Like, I, I don't understand what it is with people getting upset over shit like this. Like, then they have the nerve to say, oh, you could use the money to do different things like shit that. <laughs> I don't know why you try to put all this stock and try to give so much power to these celebrities. It's so confusing. I, I don't understand it. Like in other news, um, Jay-Z was on the stage performing at something in the water. Uh, the festival out in Virginia Beach that Pharrell was hosting. I was supposed to go to it, man. And I I'm so disappointed. But there's always next year. I'll be there next year. But. Uh, Pharrell bought him out on stage and there is a article about the watch that Jay-Z is wearing. And that watch apparently is worth 2.5 million. A lot of people are upset about that as well. And I don't understand why. It's just so confusing how you're upset over somebody that is pretty much a billionaire. Him and his wife combined sporting a 2.5 million dollar watch. If it equates to that at all. And you regular everyday people that don't even have that money. You're willing to go outside, step out of your house and purchase phones. That's well over a thousand dollars. To check your fucking food stamp balance, like I don't understand why. I don't know what's what's up with the pocket watching. I hate that so much. I don't put all my stock into these celebrities. I don't look for them to say you know the sexy hot thing that's you know and that everyone's gonna side with you know the whole leftist shit that oh we need growth and we need more of a dialogue like all i'm looking for from these celebrities is dope ass music dope movies dope tv shows whatever they're doing is what i'm looking for and it has to be cool other than that i don't give a shit about their views <laughs> in the world i i I don't care what they're gifting each other. It's their money. Let them do what they want to do. So, I mean, you know, that's that's all I have to say to that. I just it's annoying. Like, I'm not a fan of the Kardashians. I'm not a fan of, you know, the Jenner sisters, except for I think Kendall. Kendall is really cool. Kendall looks really like that type of person. She looks like the one sibling that's really standoffish, like she don't really want to be seen with them. And I kind of noticed that over the years, Kendall seems like the person that you want to hang with. So shout out to her. But anyway, um, I don't put all my emotion or stock into these people like relax. <laughs> but yeah, um, soldier boy has been sentenced to jail for 240 days. Um, listen, I, I <laughs> 
why why couldn't y'all just say like six to nine months? Like I think that's like the duration, right? If I'm not mistaken. It's just unfortunate. Like uh, I feel bad for him, but at the same time, is like he does this to himself, and I think he knows what he's doing. Like he's gonna he's gonna keep himself in the media as long as he can. He's gonna ride this shit out, and I I can't blame him. I mean, the music is not so prominent. Soldier Boy has hits, regardless how you feel about him. But Soldier Boy, man, it's the antics over the years. The last decade is just a bunch of fuckery like that he has gotten into from the video game consoles to um, the break in of his home and him shooting dude and him reenacting the interview on DJ Vlad to <clears throat> You know, the iced tea beef that is probably still one of my favorite moments of Soldier Boy history and just so much shit loving hip hop, just so much shit that he has been through. And it just seems like it's all of like just trolling antics and the video of him getting upset over Tyga about having the best comeback of 2018. But, you know, uh, he put himself in a situation and I ain't gonna lie, man. Free, free, big Gucci King Soldier. You know, I, I want to see him out here. I want to see him making hits. But shit, like, oh well, we'll see you in two hundred and forty days from now. <laughs> oh man, poor guy. Uh, anyway, that's all really that's been going on in the news. Um, there's more, but you know that's current right now. The whole Soldier Boy situation and Travis Scott's birthday and people pocket watching Jay-Z, which is so fucking strange. But anyway, uh, real quick, um, let me see what new music I want to play. Um, speaking of Avengers, since I talked about that last week and, you know, kind of briefly when I started the episode, Les, L-E-S from Boss Hog Outlaws and Jet Life Recordings. Um, well, he's on his own now. He is no longer with them. I don't know why I keep saying that, but He's independent. He dropped an EP over the weekend called Infinity EP. And it's a picture. It's an animated picture of Thanos' body and his head animated, drawn, photoshopped, holding the gauntlet. And I was like, holy shit. And then I was like, wait a minute. Didn't I say Les just dropped two projects? He dropped two albums. Um like at the very end of 2018, he dropped Steak and Shrimp Volume 3, which I was waiting on. And not even a month ago, he just unexpectedly gave us Expansion Pack 2.0. And I was like, holy shit. So two albums. And then now it's this. Uh, it's let me see. Check this out for y'all. I actually really like this EP. I looked at it at first and I was a little worried. Because I was like, you know, this, it looked kind of gimmicky, you know, Avengers is out. And I've seen rappers do this before where like a movie's out or like a TV show or something like from past pop culture. And they try to emulate the cover on a mixtape and it, the mixtape was just whack. So I was like, oh shit, please. I said, this dude is on a fucking streak of just making dope projects. And I was worried. But anyway, um, this Infinity EP is six tracks. Um, track number one is Power. 
space, reality, soul, time, and mind. So six tracks total, and it just it starts at power, and it goes all the way down from the tracks that I just named. He has one feature on there. Uh, I think it's track number two, Space, featuring Damo Genesis. <clears throat> Excuse me, from uh, Odd Future. Pretty dope EP. I really like it. Um, man, this dude is really consistent. One of my favorite tracks on here is Soul. I cannot stop playing it. I like the other songs, but track number four is the one track I cannot stop playing. I guess it's just catchy as hell. But anyway, check it out. Tony Stark gonna sue these niggas. Caught in the moment. If you had you a better hand, you would probably show it. Help a couple and had to lead, you would probably blow it. When I'm feeling, I ain't no rapper, just call me a poet. You've been ignorant to the subject, but front like you know it. Got some cookie to break it down, and I'm about to go roll it. Getting reckless with your little verses, you better control it. Make some extra, but never greedy. My partner could hold it. Type of paper, go to the bank, cause I never could fold it. Niggas talking so fucking stupid, ain't about to promote it. Don't know how you got in position. But now you demote it Like the Nile of the Mississippi Is how I be flowing From the bottom up to the tippy See how I be growing Little smoother with all emotion You see how I'm coasting Light another, we keep it smoking I feel like I'm floating Keep my ears up out of commotion Don't hear what you're hoping Shop is open, we never closing Just keeping it going I heard your shit ain't got no soul No, no, no I heard your shit ain't got no soul No, no, no I heard your shit ain't got no soul No, no, no I heard your shit ain't got no soul. No, no, no. I heard your shit ain't got no soul. No, no, no. I heard your shit ain't got no soul. No, no, no. I heard your shit ain't got no soul. No, no, no. Yeah, on my shit again, burning up the Michelin's. Little mama slim down, now she getting thick again. Sitting back, I inhale, blow it in the wind again. I just hear the same shit, niggas spitting synonyms. All about the Benjamin, cinnamon, I'm sitting in. Creaming out the insides, rolling like a gentleman. Fuck the back and forth shit, I ain't with the Wimbledon. Gonna run in mouth quick, man be acting feminine. Used to roll the glass house, now I'm back to 10 again. All my favorites maxed out, they ain't really gentle. You win. Nah. Niggas chasing mad clout, baiting then you click again. Knowing what I stand about, make them see the vision in. Gotta take it. your bumps though, losing till you get a win. Yeah. Can't be moving yeah. too fast, didn't wanna bend the rim. Started off in last place, had to take it to the chin. Staying on the path though, know I'm gonna sin again. I heard your shit ain't got no soul. No, no, no. I heard your shit ain't got no soul. No, no, no. I heard your shit ain't got no soul. No, no, no. I heard your shit Once again, that is soul by. Les off of his brand new EP Infinity you can get that off of soundcloud.com it's available on Apple Music and you can get it on datpiff.com pretty dope EP um, this dude is always fucking consistent like I, it's a handful of artists that I've talked about since I started on this podcast and I think he's one of the ones that I talked about most um, he's not like my favorite rapper my favorite rapper ever is like currency. I barely even talk about currency. I don't need to like <laughs> if you go through my music playlist. If you go through all the shit that I have, I have every single currency project. But um, but yeah, like like I was saying with Les, he is one of the handful of artists that I think I played the most on this podcast. I really like that dude. Um, hopefully 
hopefully speak it into existence. I could sit down with him one day and, and talk to him, man. Um, but yeah, let me tell you all something here, man. I woke up early this morning, you know, just like on any other regular day. And I never really grabbed for my phone at all. But this is the first time in a while I decided to just pick up my phone, kind of browse through social media. Um, early in the morning, I do get up early in the morning to go to the gym. I go for about an hour and I come back home and just, just pass out. Um, and then I wake back up or whatever. But anyway, um, so this is the first time in a minute I really did. I, I picked up my phone for a change and just started scrolling through just seeing like the social media timeline from Facebook to Twitter, Instagram, just flood with Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. Now I'm pretty sure everybody's familiar with the poster that has been teased for a while now. And we were like, what the fuck is this? This is not Sonic, bro. Like get this out of here. So the trailer drops and uh, the trailer begins with Sonic just was a power surge and then just him running around. He ends up at his, I guess, hangout spot, hideout, whatever. And he puts in a tape, turns on the tape player and Gangster's Paradise begins to play. That was the most confusing shit ever. And I'm like, what what is happening? Like, why is Gangster's Paradise playing throughout a, set, a Sonic the Hedgehog trailer? Aimed for children, made by Sega. Like, <laughs> it's just so strange and it just, it doesn't blend well together. And there's a lot of films like big blockbusters where there's like hit songs that people are familiar with that is, that's playing throughout the trailer. And honestly, those don't really go together. So, but this right here, Sonic the Hedgehog, Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio. A song from 1995. It's just weird, man. <laughs> it's just so fucking weird. And I watched the trailer a few times. Look, I'm going to pretend like I did not witness this. The improvement. Uh, there, There's a lot of improvement from the teaser poster of Sonic that we got circulating around the Internet to the Sonic in this trailer. There's a huge improvement. He looks a little bit better, um, but there's like, he's not blue. He, he looks a little, it looks a little faded. Like he's not the Sonic blue that we're familiar with from Sega. It just doesn't look like him, but uh, I don't know. And then the other thing that was kind of off-putting about it is in the, uh, the cartoon series, Jaleel White, who played Steve Urkel on Family Matters, did the voice for Sonic. I felt like they should have bought him back. Jaleel White still does voiceovers and he does it pretty damn well. So that's kind of off-putting to me. The only thing that kind of saved it for me was Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey is one of my favorite comedians ever. Is him, Robin Williams, Patrice O'Neill, Dave Chappelle, <laughs> Eddie Murphy, uh, and, and Richard Pryor, but it's, 
it's so weird, man. Like, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I'm speechless behind this trailer. But anyway, uh, Jim Carrey was probably the only thing that kept me a little calm while watching the trailer because it's it's still the the over the top theatrics from Jim Carrey is what you expect from him. Um, I expect nothing else from him, and I love that about Jim Carrey. Uh, he's been doing the same goofy over the top shit for decades, and it's still funny and a little bit funnier than it was those years ago. Um, I, I'm happy that it's <sighs> listen, I'll say this. I don't know what to think about this because all I see is another fail like the Smurfs. I still have not seen the Smurfs. Um, I still haven't seen the Yogi Bear live action. Uh, I saw a trailer of Woody Woodpecker and that got panned really bad by critics. It's just all of these movies that or not even these movies. I'm sorry. It's these old TV series or old video games that they're trying to bring back to life that came way back yonder that these kids today are not familiar with. Like that's this movie technically would be for us, but this movie looks like it's aimed towards the kids of today. And these kids are like, they not, I promise you, they not rocking with this shit. <laughs> the Smurfs made a lot of money. Yes. Um, but that came and went. These kids is not on that shit. Uh, let me see. What else? Prime example. Oh, the only other live action thing that I've seen from like way back was Garfield. And that was terrible. But that's what I'm saying. That shit that we're familiar with, our generation. These kids today, they not up on Garfield like that. They're not up on the Smurfs. Sonic the damn hedgehog. Um, maybe some. Cause Sonic, they're still making Sonic cool. Like he still is a cool character. I'm not saying that he, he's not shit or he's nothing. Like Sonic is fucking dope. But the way that these studios are making these films, nah, fam. That ain't it. This definitely ain't it. And then the biggest problem behind that is. Y'all got to stop doing these movies and adding human interaction. I'm tired of it. That's where Transformers fails. Uh, what um, What else? Hold on. I'm trying to remember if Garfield had a bunch of human interaction. I don't think it did. It didn't really have a whole lot of human interaction, but they put way too much of it in the movie. Uh, Yogi Bear, Woody Woodpecker, all of that. Uh, the Smurfs. They put way too much fucking human interaction in these films. And that's where they fail. This right here just looks like another fail. Now, this is what got me hyped while watching the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. The very last clip, once everything ends and it kind of like it's like a glitch and it shows Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, like in full Robotnik form. The crazy looking mustache, bald, and him putting his his goggles on. I was like, oh shit, like that looks cool. And then if you look in the background, there's like this oversized looking mushroom, and then the background looks kind of it's a weird color. So I'm like, are they really about to try to 
take what we've seen and played in these video games and apply it to the movie? If they are, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. But the trailer is a little off-putting to me at the end of the day. I'm not sure. Is All this looks like to me is another another Smurfs, another Yogi Bear in fucking <laughs> and, uh, Garfield. And that's no good. I'm just happy they haven't done a fucking Tailspin movie or Darkwing Duck because that would have been a disaster. Excuse me. Um, please, God, don't make a goofy movie live action. Don't do none of that. I want to see none of that. Keep it animated. This should have stayed in video game form, animated form, whatever. I know that a live action Sonic movie has been in talks for years, but won't nobody asking for it. We heard the news and we were like, uh, you might not want to do that. They went ahead and did it. And it looks a little weird. But the only cool thing about it is Jim Carrey. I fuck with Jim Carrey. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, Nolan, the, the ninja, uh, dropped a new album called Sporty. Pretty dope. This is really, really good. Um, it is. It's so many damn tracks on this album. For one, uh, let me see how many tracks up here. 21 tracks. Which, I mean, shit, in the 90s, that wasn't a lot. That was a, a regular album. But <laughs> anyway, um, I like it. This is a another entry into his discography that I'll, I'll just take it for what it is. It's, if you're familiar with Nolan the Ninja, you know what to expect. Um, I'll get more into him to, either tomorrow or probably next week because I never really talked about him that much. But anyway, um, one of my favorite songs on this album is called Deity. Check it out. Take six. I just gonna love. Spread love. I come through with my positive energy. My man Tony Yes in the spot. Nice on the box.
feed that Gowanus house is synonymous with Makai Fife. I'm on my strike, poetic clocker. Yo, only the realest prevail. These trendy niggas seem to have some appeal, but yet they're never matching up to their cells. Once again, that's Deity by Nolan the Ninja off of his brand new project, Sporty. That's S P O R T E E. He's really consistent, man. Um, you see, this album is available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. And you can check out his entire discography on mellowmusicgroup.com. I love their roster. Speaking of their roster, Chris Oric, formerly known as Red Pill, he dropped an album last year called Portraits. I really liked it a lot. Um, Chris, his style is really his style is really like this, but it's more melodic and laid back and just really chill. And Chris Oric really gets deep when he when he talks about real life shit. He talks about real life shit. He's not he's one of those rappers that you may know that he probably ain't got it all. And he'll still put it out on a track. And there's not many of those rappers. There's rappers that. It's not balling like a Nas or a Jay-Z. And they try so hard to sit there and talk this big shit when they're really broke. Chris Oric really puts it out there. He's like, look, I'm broke as shit. I live here. I'm in Lansing, Michigan. <laughs> I ain't shit. So uh, shout out to him. He's getting ready to drop a new album May 24th called Out to Sea. And um, the artwork, man, is beautiful. The single, I believe, the same is of the same title, Out to Sea. And if the single sound, if that album sounds the way the single sounds, this will be amazing. Like, I, I can't wait. But anyway, um, check out Chris Oric. He's on Mellow Music Group as well. There's a lot of artists. Odyssey. I don't know if Odyssey's getting ready to drop a project. He hasn't announced anything. These are all artists I want to see live. But anyway, um, before I get up out of here. I want to talk about one more thing, music festivals. And <laughs> I've been, you know, wondering for years, like my, my granddad would tell me about Woodstock music festival and how big that was and how iconic it was. And I'm not taking it away. Nothing from that. Like there are so many iconic performances and musicians, man, that took the stage at the original Woodstock. So they attempt to do this again in 1999. Um, if you're familiar with Woodstock 99, it was a complete shit show. Well, it started out okay, and then it just it became a complete shit show. Now, they're wanting to do this again for Woodstock 50th anniversary. Uh, they were trying to host it somewhere else, and I was just like, all right, this is already a bad idea. I don't think this is going to be a success. Then the original promoter decided to change his mind and base it out in Bethel, New York, like the original site where Woodstock started in 69. So we're like, all right, cool. Things are looking up. The pro <laughs> the Bethel investors have pulled out from Woodstock 50. Technically, it's canceled, but it's not canceled. The reason why it was initially canceled um as of a couple days ago was because the money management just wasn't there as far as um first of all the promoter he just started throwing names out there that's how it started a lot of these artists they said they would like to do it but they haven't been asked um 
everything from making sure the music acts were in safety to the attendees to everything just wasn't in order. So Bethel promoters or not promoters, Bethel investors have pulled out of the event. The original promoter says it's not canceled. It's still going to be a blast. And he wants to break it up into like three different music events. So technically, I don't know it. Woodstock 50 is, I guess you can say, development hell at this point. <laughs> at this point, I I don't know. Like it's it's up in the air right now. So, uh, to be honest, if I could go, actually, wasn't the greatest time for black folks. So I'm gonna just put that out there. I would have loved to go to fucking Woodstock back in '69. I honestly would have liked to check out Woodstock '99. Um, I have the ample chance and time to do it, but I don't know if this is going to happen. If it does, I'll drop everything that I'm doing at that time, try to get time off and go to Bethel, New York to see the Woodstock concert. I would love to. Um, reason being because let me see one of the bands out there that that was asked to be out there. Um, I got super excited. The Killers, uh, you know alternative rock band from like the early 2000s they're still consistent they're still making music but um fucking <laughs> they've been asked to do the show and they said yes they say they just there's no contract signing or anything on the event planning part so they're just waiting uh who else is there carlos santana is supposed to attend uh chance the rapper uh, Halsey. I like Halsey a lot. Uh, let me see who's up. Jay-Z and Common. Um, Jay-Z and Common were asked who else was supposed to be run the jewels. John Sebastian. Um, who else was supposed to be out there? Some other artists that were supposed to be out there. I uh, Gary Clark Jr. Um, Sturgill Simpson, Dead and Company, Cage the Elephant, Janelle Monet, Young the Giant, bro. So I automatically saw those names and got super hyped. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Oh, here it is. I pulled it up. Earl Sweatshirt, Vince Staples. So yeah, I'm automatically on board. First name that I saw that was asked to be a part of this event was the Killers. And I was like, all right, cool. I want to see them. I want to see him live. And now that this is in in the air, this is in limbo. Who knows what's going to happen from here? I would like to see Woodstock 50 happen. But that's only if these people have their shit in order. That's all. I don't want another fiery festival um, debacle. <laughs> I want no parts of that. I'm not a, a white rich kid. Um <laughs> this is me paying for my ticket, me getting my own way out there. Uh, if some shit goes awry or whatever, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. I just don't want another fiery festival dilemma. That's all. But yeah, um, hopefully Woodstock 50 does happen. I didn't really think it was a good idea, you know, when they first announced it, cause shit didn't even seem in order, but we'll see. But anyway, uh, that wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening. 
to episode 122 of the Social Introvert Podcast. You can find the show on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. I need to do that more and let y'all know beginning and end. Uh, real quick, shout out to the usual suspects, 12 Kyle Podcasts, Random Tandem, Conversation Con Artist, Ignorant Philosophy, Reasonable Ignorance, The John Effect Podcast, Brunch with Besties. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Cole Jackson and Shogun over there at the Government Name Podcast. And shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Last but not least, shout out to Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skitwith. Those are BYNK Radio website blog content creators. And if you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Isid Davis, I-S-I-D-D-A. V I S. And you can also follow my other Instagram page specifically for the podcast. That's at the social introvert podcast and uh, send your thoughts, send emails. You got questions, man. Um, don't hesitate to hit me up. The social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And until Thursday, guys, actually, I don't know if I'll be able to drop an episode. I hope I do. I really want to, but if not, I either see you guys tomorrow or I'll see you guys next week. Peace.